Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See It podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me, reluctantly, AJ Rebecca. Hey, Bill. Hey, how are you? Knock, knock. Who's there? The guy who. The guy who. Who? The guy who stole 20 minutes of my life <laughs> and I'll never get it back. It's oh, you. That's me. That's me. Fuck you. I'm knocking at the door. Uh, so the reason that AJ is so salty right now is the focus of this bonus episode is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. And for those in uh, other countries, you'll know the Marvel Cinematic Universe as terms like dinero and yen. <laughs> Money. It's it make, all about... it makes a lot of it? Money. Sure. So go for it, Bill. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you <laughs> spewing on me today? I hate you. So the main thing, the focus today is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And what it has done or is doing to the history of cinema. Yeah. And film in general. And yep. film goers as well. Yep. So quick backstory. <laughs> I'll start there. Uh, Marvel, comic book care, uh, company. Yep. On the verge of bankruptcy Didn't in know that. like the 90s or whatever. No shit. Yeah. The comic bubble burst, right? Ooh. They sell all their big properties. And by big properties, I mean things like X-Men, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four. Sell those to production companies, you know, Fox, Sony, and give them the rights to those characters. You can use them. Yeah, they go, they make, Sony makes Spider-Man, Fox makes X-Men, and they start to succeed, right? Super movie, yeah. hero, boom, begins. I'm with you. Marvel wants to get in on the action, and all they got left are their Avengers squad, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, which, pop culture-wise, we're like, not super, there's Nobody certainly no Batman, Superman, anything like that. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. But they give it a shot. They make Iron Man. John Favreau is like, Jr. you know what? John Favreau, they hire him. Doing it. Baba Ganoush. In 08. Iron Man kills, and they're like, let's try it. Let's keep trying it. They should have stopped there. <laughs> so they make Thor. They make Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, who they recast later after differences, creative differences with Ed Norton. Uh, and then they decide to bring them all together. They introduce the post-credits scene where Sam Jackson comes in as Nick Fury and says to Iron Man, like, I'm getting a team together. And everyone's like, oh, my God, are they going to like combine these movies? Wait, you survived the 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 Jurassic Park. Right, exactly. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. So then <laughs> they decide to make the Avengers movie where yep. they bring in disparate characters from di- their own movies all sharing one movie and sort of birth the cinematic universe as we know it. Yes. Wow. That's your backstory you for anybody who's not already into the MCU like I, I am. God. Should ke- teach a college level course. I, I could. <laughs> uh, I spent a lot of time thinking about these things, AJ. Uh, <laughs> so now we're at the point where they have made 19 movies. Jesus. Yep. Really? And Including Black, Black Panther, Panther was 19? Black Panther was the 19th, I believe. Yep. Wow. And now we have this cinematic universe out there where every movie is connected and it's becoming a trend. Universal wants to do a monsters, uh, universal monsters, like shared cinematic universe, uh, DCU, obviously, or DCEU as they call it, the DC Extended Universe, has now a shared cinematic universe with Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Justice League. Uh, so they have their own thing going. Uh, people are even like trying to find cinematic universes where they don't exist, like mm-hmm. the Pixar unified theory, and like Quentin Tarantino has some acknowledged crossover, but people yep. are trying to shoehorn those together. So it's, it's a big trend, and Marvel really is the one that capitalized and, and did it first and did it best i would argue 
And so I want to talk about it today because it's such a, 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 a shift in the landscape sure. for cinema. Yeah, all kidding aside, like we know that you're extremely passionate about it and I'm happy that you are. But it has a it it has had a major effect on cinema and movie going experiences since what? Is it 2008? Yep. Yeah. Ten years, last decade. So I mean, we can start with the easiest and then work our way to the hardest. Is that like everyone nowadays, when they watch a Marvel movie, waits for the end credit scene. Like that's it. That they do they wait the entire film just for a 45 second or 50 second clip. Mm-hmm. So A. What are your thoughts on the general idea of the after credit scene? And B, what's the value of a movie's purpose or its whole purpose is just to set up another movie? Yeah, it's a great question. And I I have I'm Thanks. I am of two minds of this and it's it's like an internal conflict for me because on the one hand, uh, I like it when it works. So, like, if the movie is well done and I am entertained throughout those two hours, okay, then like, what? That's what I'm doing. Like, what am I doing here? Like, are you not entertained? Is this not what you're here for? <laughs> so, like, if I am entertained by the movie, even if it is not a standalone product, so to speak, mm-hmm. even if I if I am entertained by it, I feel like there is inherent value in that. As far as you know, is it a is it a good thing? Does it you know, you know the way that I like to talk about these movies is basically it's a TV show. They're, Marvel is running their film arm as if it is a TV show, and each movie is an episode that comes out every six or eight months. Yeah. And so there is a question, like, can they do it? Yes, clearly they have to great success. Should they do it? I think if they do it well, yes. I think, I think it's more... The bigger factor is not the the form it takes or the end game or like the big picture i think it's it's do the movies themselves work so like i'm i don't think you can say cinematic universes are good or bad i think it depends on the product they're putting out okay let's do basic math there's 19 films right now yes of the 19 yep. how many are you like that is a great standalone film that does not need any other support from any other movies and i could watch it again without having or caring about the realm it takes place in I maybe have three. Five, maybe five. There's three that I think stand alone and are great films by themselves, and that's it. They are the original Iron Man, sure, Captain America, OG, mm-hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are the only three films yeah. that have great characters all around. They have great plots and have entertainment from start to finish. You don't so you you don't think Guardians of the Galaxy is a big tie-in like it introduces Infinity Stones like if you saw that apropos of nothing you think that would still be a good movie? Fuck yeah, dude. But so I wouldn't disagree. I think that there are some of the, I would say the bulk of the movies do not work as well as Stanley movie, right? Yeah. But I don't know that that's a fault because would you say Empire Strikes Back is a shitty movie? Because they're not shitty. Sorry, it's too strong. Would you say Empire Strikes Back is not a good movie because it doesn't stay like your your argument is against all sequels ever? Nope. I'm my argument. There's a difference between a sequel or a trilogy, and I don't even know the mathematical term for twentieth <laughs> of something. Am I, is there? Where's the line? Two movies? Five movies? Six movies? Where does it become all of a sudden it's too much? I I I told you a while ago. It happened a very long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I told you that. Like, I'm not looking for, 
I'm looking forward to spending time with you and talking about this because I know you're passionate about it. Right. But I think what's happened now, especially the culture around the you have to wait two hours and 15 minutes for one minute is fucking disgusting. I don't think you have to. I think that's how some people view the movies. If they're so into it, they want to know what's next. It uh, used to be when the movie was great, you want to you wanted to wait and watch to see what happened. Now I feel like the only times I wait through a credit is when the movie's fucking horrible. Like Batman vs. Superman, I waited afterwards to see if there's any redeeming qualities. <laughs> and in um, the last one that came out, uh, not, so, uh, no. Oh, uh, Just League. Yeah, I waited. Well, and that was the best part of the movie. So that, so that brings me to my next point, though. Sure. So like... We're talking about shared or cinematic universes and shared cinematic universes in general terms right yeah. now. But I think it works because of the genre it's in and because it's done well. So comic books are meant when you pick up a comic book, you're not getting a, a, a standalone book. You're getting a part of a story and yeah, then you buy another one and then you buy another. That's like, the difference that's, between me and you is that you were like, you were probably a kid that every Tuesday wanted to get a new comic book to see how the story I, happened. Shockingly, I was not even oh, that into comic books. I, kid, but I, I, was, I was a volume guy. I waited for this story to end. Like I waited for Civil War to have its weekly run or monthly run, whatever it was. And then I would buy the anthology and read it from start to finish. Well, you could just wait till all 25 movies come out or however many there's But yeah, be. but like, but that's, that's how I am. Is that right. like, I want to have an end in sight Maybe that's what it boils down to. I want to know that there's an end game and a period at the end of the sentence. I just don't want to be, I don't want to keep being dragged along and dragged along and dragged along. I hope someone dies horrifically in Infinity War. I'm sure that they will kill many characters in Infinity War. I hope so. I, I assume so. But like to watch a credit scene to be like, like Thano floating in the air and being like, ooh, my gauntlet <laughs> is missing one more stone. Yeah. It's like, I don't have to, no shit, Sherlock. It's what they spent the whole fucking movie trying to avoid, dick. I believe me. I get where you're coming from. I just, it feels different to me with MCU because they're well done. Because I agree in principle. If it's done, I think, it, again, it boils down to whether it's done well. Because DC, we'll talk about DCU for a second. Sure. They're trying the same thing. Yeah. And it's not Failing working. Horribly. It's not yeah, working. No, I agree with you. Right? But the product for the MCU is so good. And it's still entertaining regardless versus Justice League and the Suicide Squad, which not, well, Justice League, borderline, but Suicide Squad, horrific. Uh, it's not entertaining, and that's why it's not working versus mm -hmm. MCU, it is. And so I think the combination of the genre fits it, because yep. I don't think it would work for a Western or for other genres. Mm -hmm. The genre works because it's that's the, the bread and butter of comics, and the product they're putting out is good and entertaining, to me at least. And I think to a lot of people, given the, the money. Okay. Uh, so it works for me. And I know it's kind of a cop-out answer to say, like, for the MCU, it works. For everybody else, it doesn't. But that's kind of where I'm at because I, I get all those arguments, but those don't affect my love for the MCU. I just feel like they're average movies, and that, like, is their kicker to make it, like, somewhat more enjoyable. Yeah. Well, that brings up the next question is, will it end? Yeah. And that's sort of my – that is my biggest – question or concern like i would like to know going into it like that's why i'm really a big fan of the revival of limited series on tv where it's like we're just going to do a like mini series but yeah, now Will they call Chris. them limited series where it's like 10 episodes of sure. something whatever Roseanne, will and grace 
Well, no, those are like sitcoms that go on until they get canceled. I'm talking about when they come on with like like The Alienist on TNT, which whatever, something like that, like on HBO, where they say like this is a 10-episode series about this thing. And then you know going into it that they're going to tell a complete story, and then that'll be it. So that's my one qualm with the MCU is I don't know where it's going to end. There is a certain amount of drag string along. So I would like to know, like, if they say if Infinity War is the end of this chapter and then we're going to do, like, a hard reset after 20 movies or something like that, that would be a little more helpful just to know that there's an end in sight. If that ever happened. Um, if they do, like, a hard reset? Just, yeah. I mean, that's the big they question. Could do would it, they though. have to do that? You know? Yeah. Potentially, they could say, here's 20 movies, that's one storyline, and then we're going to start another one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is because if it does go on indefinitely or you know, presumably from a business model perspective, it'll go until the money dries up. But I wonder if the money is even going to dry up in the sense that there's so many people, myself included, that are so invested in it and we've spent so much money and time invested in it that we feel like we're going to have to. It's called a sunk cost fallacy that we're going to continue to watch MC movies till we die. But that's why I feel like you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you spent way too much money and time into this and you shouldn't, you just... But I enjoy it. It brings me joy, AJ. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. So am I wasting my time you, I think, in that yeah. sense? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I just answered that. You are. Fine. Well, so next podcast, I'll shoot on something you love. Well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> let's pick something. Pick my dog. <laughs> wasting your time. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, okay. Like, what, what do you want to, what do you want to go to next? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Shit. So I get, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to like put a conclusion on it, but like what, what is a redeeming quality, right? Like I think about, we had a great, we had a great talk about Cloverfield and the Cloverfield universe. Sure. And if you told me, Hey, you, did you know there was a, a thing after each Cloverfield movie, like a after credit scene and I didn't watch it, I would feel robbed of that. Right, because you're the one. You were the only one who's like because doing treasure I'm, hunting online I'm, to find yeah, info be, about. Because I'm passionate the about the series, and I think there's a lot more merit than just a summer blockbuster. That's what it is. I feel as though all these movies and all these characters are just a marketing and money ploy to launch a summer blockbuster every year, and there isn't much substance to it. Rather than it's just a glorified, a little step better than a Michael Bay movie. In my, in my eyes, in my perspective, that's why I love the three that I named because I feel like the characters were being developed. Like you, you get to attach to Tony Stark. You got to kind of see where, um, what's it, Steve Rogers, right? Yeah. Like his background and his beginning and why he became, you know, that upstanding person he became. You know, like you attach yourself to these characters. But I feel like as the universe got bigger and bigger and bigger the character development kind of fell by the wayside. But I think that the, the I think, I, I hear what you're saying for sure. I think the, the payoff, though, of developing those great characters that you love so much is seeing them then come together. Like, for me, I think the substance is in the movies that do a good job with those characters, like Winter Soldier, like Civil War in particular stands out to me in that way. So, and you said you're passionate about the Cloverfield universe. I think it comes down to people like what they like. Yeah, and no, I'm passionate definitely. about these characters because of what they've done for me. So it sounds more like, based on our conversation now, is that 
it sounds like you're not quite as upset with the form factor because you like Cloverfield and you like how those are connected. It really was does boil down to how the movies connect with you and like how you feel they're executed and whether they're up to what you like and whether you think you, they do a good job or not. Bill, I think you nailed it. Right. Like Old Man Logan, great comic. The last Logan movie based off Old Man Logan, the comic was like, holy shit. Oh, you did phenomenal. You yeah. did that right and you did it the way that it should have been. And then I look at the other Marvel movies. Homecoming was good. Yeah. It was good. And that felt more like the Peter Parker that I knew and I think that I wanted it to be. But all the other movies just seem like filler bullshit. Like right. they're not giving me the personal satisfaction or the emotional connection that I'm looking for. So you're not against cinematic universes Maybe as, not. Mu as no. much as you are against these whatever particular movies that have particular issues with yeah. in the MCU. Well, it's the same thing like Batman. Like the first... The yeah, the Nolan trilogy. Sure. Well, the Burton trilogy that came out or the two... Two Burtons, yeah. The two Burtons. I was like, oh, that's a cool Batman. Like I kind of like that Batman, but I also like the animated series Batman. But I think like in my mind, they can coexist together. Mm -hmm. Like... They're both a little goofy, a little funny. Sure. And then Nolan was like, nah, like I'm going to drop <laughs> I, my I dick on this. the table right yeah. now. And I was like, that's Bruce Wayne and that's Batman. That's the one I've always wanted to yeah. know and to see on screen. And he did it. So then when Marvel like has this big universe that everyone's in love with and involved and they don't deliver now that they did when Iron Man and those ones came out. It just it just disappoint it just disappointing. Man. And I think that's the fundamental difference because I think for me they are delivering. Depends on what you're looking for, for sure. All right. Hey AJ, oh thanks for hanging in there. Uh really wanted to get some of that stuff off my chest. So great discussion. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. Glad I could be here for you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. Send us any messages or comment on any posts uh, if you want to chime in with your thoughts on shared cinematic universes, particularly the MCU. Thanks for listening.